Hello and welcome to Code of the Board of the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This week is a movie episode, and it's Claire's pick, and for some, some reason, she selected a film called Big Stan. Hey! Starring Rob Schneider from 2008, and directed by Rob Schneider. As you can tell, I'm probably sure by the tone of his voice, He's a massive fan of Rob Schneider. <laughs> it's starring Rob Schneider as Big Stan. The late, great David Carradine as the master who God knows what he's doing in this godforsaken piece of shit. Sally Kirkman as Madame Foreman. Jennifer Morrissey as Mindy. Scott Wilson, Warden Gasky as Herschel from The Walking Dead. Yep. M. Emmett Walsh as Lou Popper, who is the lawyer with a dodgy wig. And you've probably seen him in most other low-budget comedies. Yeah. With dodgy wigs. <laughs> yeah. With dodgy wigs. This is the worst week yet. Yeah, so let's thank some new and returning listeners and, and we'll crack on. But first, I'd like to say that you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and on SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting the Ball in the Post Truth in the PTA. Aha, mm. uh-huh. in the PTA. I nearly had a fucking streak then. You see me nearly, nearly batted out of the park. So just yeah. forget that. And then he spanned off the top of my bat and flew behind me. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's start. I'll, I'll read through a list, a selection of listeners, and give you all a big thank you. Remember, you can reach out and touch us on Literally. Facebook. Literally, if you so wish. Yeah, through the, through the page. Or leave us a comment on YouTube and don't forget to like and subscribe. Pete just wants people to touch his penis. Pete does. That's, that's, why, was, that's yeah, why the first day I want to read it on this town is a place in the UK called Peter Lee. Yeah, it's my, my village. That's what Pete calls his penis. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago in Illinois, Basingstoke in the UK, Grand Prairie in Texas, Montreal in Canada, Ect in the Netherlands, Eliascas in Spain. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell me if that's right. Haiti in Missouri, Indianapolis in Indiana, Tadley in the UK, Charlotte in North Carolina, Minneapolis, Missouri, Bengaluru in India, Stevenage in the UK, Guadalajara, Spain, Ashburn, Virginia, and Dublin, Ireland. Bloody Dublin, yeah. Ireland. Bloody hell, Dublin. Either we've become incredibly big in Dublin and our Dublin listeners gone, hey, to all his friends, you should listen to these guys. Hello, Belfast. It was Belfast listener, so Dublin is the complete opposite side. It's not, it's Dublin, it says I right know, there, Dublin. But it's normally Belfast, isn't it, that has the the top light. The top we did for a bit, yeah. Oh shit, yeah, it's sorry. That's my that bad. You things. are right, I apologise, yeah. We've become big in Ireland. That's a hell of a binge. That, that's one hell of a that's a big jump from what we're used to, so oh, thank you very he's much. Listened to 231, he or she or them has listened to two hundred and thirty one episodes for like thirty seconds going, This is shit, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit <laughs> and they've got some mad thing of O C D. But they really went through every single one just to see if one was good. Maybe. That thank you anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Alright, so big stand. First of all, to an hour and 41 minutes of my life I'll never get back so thank you for that you watched the extended cut by mistake didn't which we? was well worth it I, I must say because I've watched the normal cut and that extended cut was well worth it an extra 11 minutes of Rob Schneider being a dick I didn't notice any difference yeah me either to be honest you two have seen the film before haven't yeah, you me, yeah. and, me and Ben haven't yeah because I steer clear of anything of Rob Schneider in it because he can't act well, I, come, I, I picked this one because forever you go, no, you haven't watched that. Oh, and then like, I said, oh, Big Stan, this was like, I don't know, a few months ago. And you were like, oh, I haven't seen that. So that's why I chose it. Uh, right. 
Did I express my hatred for Rob Schneider at that mm. point? Probably. He probably did. He's up there with, with Orlando Bloom for me. Orlando Bloom can't act. He's got a right to call himself an actor. Neither is Rob Schneider. He stole a career. Mm. I don't know. They're decent at what they do, I suppose. Well, Orlando Bloom. He's got no expression, no emotion. Yeah, he makes a good elf. Well, well done. He's an elf. He's <laughs> <laughs> decent this at what he does. They took a wig on. He went some pointy years and said, shoot that bow. That's about it. That was his extent of his fucking role in Lord of the Rings. They chose him because of he his did pretty well. good looks. Like, he's he very pretty mm. little boy, girly boy, isn't he? Oh, great. We'll just, just play with them about nowadays. Get someone else to do it. Yeah, but in them days, he was, at that point, he was the perfect cast for that, wasn't he? Because of his looks. He, he, he oh, you could have got the kid from Harry Potter. No, because he'd have been about five. Oh, yeah. He would have uh, <laughs> been someone. Fuck it. Anyway, big midget star. elf. Yeah, get a midget elf. Fuck it. Big stand. Very outdated humour in this day and age. Isn't it? <laughs> Let's face it. It wouldn't get made today. This movie's in 2008. Made in 2008. And I am wincing at some of this. I remember the first time I watched it, it sort of made me go, what the fuck, within the first three minutes, and that's why I watched the rest of the film. But you know what, Claire? Yeah. I fucking love Blazing Saddles still. I want to say, I hate this movie. I hate Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. Right? So what, are you going to make us talk about Blazing Saddles now, are you? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. And it, you know, the humour's outdated, and I'm raising that as a point, because you know, I'm being a bit of a bitch about it, to be fair. But I'd still watch Blazing Saddles, because the humour in that is... A lot worse than this. Yeah. You know what I mean. Never watched it. You never watched I've it. I've never well, seen it either. Today. That'll be a that'll be a pick one day, and that'll be that'll be just Mike beeping us out <laughs> for most of the episode. It'll be like a CIA document. That one. There'll be that many beeps in it. Stan is a con man. He's a timeshare salesman, property developer, and he's a bit of a twat, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of a twat. The character, and he gets eventually gets caught and gets uh, sentenced to three years. At this point, someone says, it's retarded. Who says that? The oh. lawyer. Oh, yeah. Well, I like it, that, you know, that first opening scene with the, the lady. He's trying the old to get lady. an old lady to sign on the dotted line. And she's like, I'm not sure I like this neighbourhood. We've, we've, you know, gone on the internet and had a quick look. And then he goes, oh, yeah. you know." It's a prominently black neighbourhood, isn't it? Yeah. That's what she's... And then he starts trying to proper sell it to her and saying how... The, the, the but she's going to get raped by black men. No. no, he doesn't say that. He just goes that way. He's implying it. They're insatiable. They're insatiable. Doesn't matter whether they've got no legs or they're in a wheelchair. They're insatiable. They're insatiable black men, and they will like you know love you. And he goes, I can see you in that condo full of the big black cocks. <laughs> and that's what made me laugh the first time I watched it. I'm not sure he said he didn't even say black cock though, did he? So no, let's he, not touch on I'm it. Not, I'm not going to say the <laughs> words that he said. But it, this is where it became like what? It's like a bit of a shock. Look, this character's a dick. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's given to you at the go from the, from the get go. He knows how to manipulate his customers. Yeah, yeah. but he, you clearly know that he's not above being racialist and things like that. He'll do, any, he'll do anything to get a sale. Yeah, completely. Well, she soon signs up, doesn't she? She certainly does. Well, she obviously fantasises about big black men. He, so. also, he also drink drives because he goes to loads of bars and gets smashed and drives his Lamborghini about. Yeah. Nice car. After he's been sentenced to three years in jail by the judge. I believe it was a Gallardo. It could have been. 
got Lamborghini Gallardo. He's also got a palatial estate. He's got six. The thing is, he gets six months to get his affairs in order. So he gets six months. Yeah, only because he gets a new crooked lawyer. Yeah, this crooked lawyer basically knows the judge. Yeah, get, gets him somehow f- six months to sort his affairs out. Oh, that's how we get the word retarded in before quote. Yeah, before he goes to prison for three years, basically. Because he says he has a charity. I'll give you six months to get that sorted. Actually, to teach music to retarded children. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he gets away with it for that in that sense, and he gets given six months. Yeah, but of which before he's going to try and use to prepare. He goes out on the piss. And he ends up in a biker bar. That's when the film starts talking about rape, 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 <laughs> rape, 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 because he's going to prison, so therefore he's immediately going to be he's raped. Like, he's like to the guy, would you beat the shit out of me? And he goes, I'd probably rape you. Yeah. <laughs> the biker guy, actually, was was reasonably funny. I thought he did it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, like, but Rob Schneider has ruined it every time he opened his mouth, like he ruins everything when he opens his mouth. The actor was Dan Haggerty. Dan Haggerty, yeah. I've heard that name. He, he's done a few B-movers before. That will explain it. He goes to this tough-looking biker bar, doesn't he, to try and find this ex-con to get advice, doesn't he, basically? Yeah. yeah. Picks this guy at the table, he, he turns out he is an ex-con, and then he starts saying about, like, the fact that, yeah, no, I'd rape you, I wouldn't beat you up, I'd rape you, and then he, he finds out that the guy's gay. Yeah, he's only he's raping, actually, only raping prison, now here I have consensual homosexual yeah. sex, which is a beautiful thing. It turns out he's actually coming to a gay bar, yeah. and he turns around and everyone's like, clearly, clearly gay, it's not, it's not so much a biker. Everyone's just in leather. Yeah, yeah, it's not a biker bar as such, but you know, yeah. The guy that's, you know, Rob Halford started off the gay biker look, mm. basically. You just pretty singer. Didn't come out for gay for years, just was wearing all the leather gear, he got... He, the whole biker mouth thing comes because Rob Halford was walking through Soho and thought, I need something to wear from being on stage. And saw this leather studded gear and went, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. This is that guy you've got posters of all over your room, innit? <laughs> and when I was a teenager, I probably did a poster of Rob Halford up. He was, he's the legendary singer of Judas Priest, Pete. His sexuality means nothing to me. He's a great vocalist. <laughs> I was just throwing an interesting You've been told. Into, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just as it was a rape, doesn't we have to get. Doth. Protest <laughs> too much, methinks. <laughs> this he stuff. pays this guy $100, doesn't he? To yeah, help yeah. him, you know, find a way of not getting raped in prison. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, are you racist? He goes, no. He says, well, the Nazis are out. Then in the end, he's like, oh, okay, I'll be a racist. He goes, okay, you'll only get raped by Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You got, you know, there's loads of different gangs in yeah. isn't there? So he was trying to suggest any of them, wasn't he? No affairs, I think the characters are twat at this point, we're glad he's going to prison. Mm. Well, yeah, you are sort of glad at the end, you know, if you're going to prison, don't you? That's why at the end, as we'll go through the film... He gets, yeah. he gets, a, he gets a, I suppose he gets a hero's journey, doesn't he? Yeah. In a roundabout way, I guess. Yeah. sort of. Yeah. Uh, his wife tries to get in the mood with him. He kills the mood by talking about rape. I will make yeah. myself unrapeable. Yeah. <laughs> then he decides he wants his wife to rape him. He basically he's because he's so afraid of rape. him. He, he says he says to me he says I, I basically I want you to do me this big fat dildo because I want to have the first time. I want to do something that loves by me. you, not some guy, guy raping me yeah. in prison, basically. So yeah. yeah. So then Stan decides he's a toughen up and he goes to a dojo. 
What's the master's name? Master Ch Master Cho. Master Cho. Master Cho. And he's like, I don't want any of this kiddie shit. I'm a yellow belt. I want the next belt up. He says, all right, we'll fight Seymour. Seymour's like the biggest fucking oriental dude you'll ever see. The biggest? He's tiny, isn't he? No, he's oh, well short. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking of, thinking of Big Raymond, do you? <laughs> You're getting, getting ahead of yourself. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Seymour beats the shit out of him, but I quite enjoy that bit. Yeah. Maybe because Rob Schneider's presumably getting hurt. He then meets a homeless, a random homeless guy. No, first he gets kicked out. He gets kicked out of the dojo. Master Cho kicks him out because yeah. he's really disrespectful, beats him up on his way out, and as he's kind of like getting up off the floor, he's walking away and he, he, he has a little dig. He's like pussy and he comes back, kicks him again and knocks him out. And then this is when he wait, kind of gets himself up off the floor and looks into a dark alley. Where you see this She's a shadow of a figure of a hobo. <laughs> the master, David Carradine. <laughs> what the fuck is David Carradine doing in this movie? Being the master, clearly. He teaches a form of martial arts as based on every other martial arts, only the deadliest bits though. Yeah. It's all the deadly bits. All the deadly bits arts. of every single martial art. Put he is combined out. into one super martial art. Sounds good to me. Because <laughs> that involves eating raw liver and a raw meat smoothie. Yeah, he yeah. trains him up, doesn't he? Wakes him up, training him. Wakes him up in the morning. Basically, basically tortures him. He's hanging him by his nipples. Yeah. With, yeah. By jumper cables at one point. Hitting him. He's with... beating him with a flaming yeah. stick. He's, he's eating a live scorpion for dinner. He's torturing this man. <laughs> but then again... At the same time, I do admire his methods because it's like kill or cure, isn't it? Yeah. He's either going to fucking flake completely or he's going to toughen up. He's also making... Eating a live scorpion, though, is probably a bit too much. He's also That's making metal, him eat. Yeah. Metal. He's making him eat really foul food as well. Like, he's mm. not letting him eat anything that tastes nice. Every single meal he prepares for him is disgusting, nasty meal. Well, he needs to train or he'll get raped, he's pointed out again. Rape, 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 rape. No, and the, and the horrid, uh, horrid food, like I said, you know, it's meant to be nasty. And Carrot, the character's a dick at this point, though. Yeah. Maisie's wife leaves because he won't have a baby. She won't have a baby with him. He won't, he won't have a baby with her. Either. Well, she leaves mainly because he wakes her up in the middle of the night. Telling her that he's telling some her men, that are, men are in the house and they're going to rape and they're, her. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he's, he's holding her going, rape, you could be raped. Rape, rape again, surprisingly. Rape. And more rape, more rape. All of a sudden stops and goes, ah, now see, that's, that's how a, I feel. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. What a, so. what a, what a fucking dick, what, no, what a dick move. Just a prank. Number two, more rape. The whole point of this movie is rape. That's all, it's, it's centred around rape. Okay. But at that point, I actually do think he's a dick. Oh, yeah. he's a dick, yeah. he's a massive yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. But then she leaves, obviously, because number one, she won't give him a baby. Number two, he he did that to her and scared the shit out of the poor lass. And yeah, three, he's just selfish twat, basically. So she's had enough and she fucked off. But that's what the master wants, because now he can begin yeah, the training. Yeah, that's it. Now the training. Hence a terrible training montage where he eats a snake, becomes a martial artist. Can't break a board with one finger yet. Oh, I like it when he goes in with the finger and then the finger just mashes up yeah, and it's like backwards. The five the master fingers breaks it back into... As he snaps all his yeah. fingers back in. You know, he's, he's, at this point, we've got a six-month training montage, presumably, and he's 
To be fair, he gets in shape for it a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. He obviously does some training. Yeah. Guns by the end of it, are they? And but at the same time, he actually's got his denim cut off. Yeah. <laughs> so now he can break up all his middle finger, he's hard, and the master says, Ah, oh, you're my second best student. See, what, one thing I've picked up about this, I actually believe the martial arts and the, the, the teachings of the master, the things he teaches him, the martial arts principles, the ways and things like that, they're all very true to martial arts because they're exactly the same kind of principles. I was taught, when I was a kid, mm. like learning all these martial arts, when they're doing all the things with the hands where they like follow in the hands and that and he slaps them in the face... Like that's a genuine technique mm. and things like that. And you learn to fight somebody in a small space, like. Well, turn to Cobra Kai, Peter Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was. With your illegal move. I thought it was a relevant comment that there was actually realistic yeah. side to it. Well, David Carradine's you know, a legitimate martial artist. Yeah, but isn't it, sho- it showed. From that, what I'm aware of. And also, it showed Rob Schneider had clearly done some well, prep for this film and he had done some martial arts training you say that he could have done some martial arts training or they could have just done it very slowly and speeded it up which is how they do a lot yeah fighting. but there was but very that, for example, slow. you wouldn't you know, be able the, to do a lot of those things you know very that, slowly it's genuinely you know the, the, the fight scene in the Matrix where Morpheus first fights Neo in that, that mm. AI dojo yeah. yeah that was done I've seen how that was filmed that was shot they were literally moving at half speed oh yeah and then they just yeah. speed it up on camera. Oh, so don't think before. they're going full speed. All the sword fights you'll see in like Game of Thrones and stuff, filmed at half speed and sped up. Oh yeah, of course it is. So but let's not get ahead of ourselves as uh, Rob Schneider really pushed himself. No, no, his fucking that's not away. what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, even to do a lot of that at half speed when you're using nunchucks and things like that. Takes a lot of skill. Even well, doing it, a lot of takes speed. maybe. Soap nunchucks at that. But it does. It does take a lot of skills. I know. Yeah. It does take a lot of skills. So some of the moves he was learning and doing on that, he clearly put a lot into that film. That's what I was trying to get at. Well, as much uh, as you hate Rob Schneider, you've got to take that out of the equation and realise that he I've worked already, hard for the film. I've already got given him some credit saying he got into shape for this movie. Yeah, but that's for, what for I was Rob saying. Schneider, he got into shape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, you know, the, the last ma- the master's last student went evil. Didn't use his powers for defence, used them for, for evil instead. Instead, then he goes back to Master Cho's dojo and basically just assaults Master Cho. <laughs> Master Cho's done nothing to this guy apart from kicking out of his class for being disrespectful, which any teacher has the right to do. I've Especially him, in martial arts. Him on the floor yeah. he does, oh, he does. Times. But even so, does that give him the right to go back there and just beat the shit out of him? Now he's a superior fighter. He's not using his skills of defence there, is he? He's proving the point. I, I, I don't think I. Uh, someone blindsided me and then kicked me when I was down three times. I'd, I'd get me revenge on him. Uh, meant to use the master's power for for good, aren't you? For defence only. The best form of defence sometimes is a strong offence. And while I don't disagree with that statement, all this guy did was like, <laughs> give him a kicking when he was being a dickhead. If he'd have grown spiritually as a person, he'd have recognised that. I know, and and to be fair, growing spiritually like that, you should you should be calm and uh, as one with exactly with the chi with the chi with, with your own chi yeah, or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. No. Oh, so he's on the bus to prison now. He's he's buffed up. 
He's had his, his, his mum tattoo on his arm to yeah. change to mummy killer instead of just mummy <laughs> yeah. over the top of it. Yeah. I like that bit actually. Yeah. That was, I was like, alright, that's, that's cool. They're getting processed, aren't they? You know, someone tries to rape him on the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he breaks his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a stereotypical American jail. It's out in the desert. It's all concrete. There's guards with rifles and scopes and... And they're getting processed and they're asked to bend over, aren't they? Yeah. And when it comes to the guard... Big Stan. The, yeah, it's behind Big Stan. He's like, oh my God, it looks like an alien staring straight into my soul. <laughs> He's had a tattoo around his butt. <laughs> yeah. In preparation to ward off anybody. <laughs> Again, you know, more rape, isn't it? Forced cavity search. What they do, though, isn't it? And they're all in double denim for some reason. Mike was getting a boner. Mm. It's only acceptable in the apocalypse. It's not even acceptable then, mate. <laughs> I will Negan you if you went fucking double dead on the apocalypse. <laughs> Negan him. I would Negan, that's a verb now. Pop his eye out. That's a verb now. Because I have, I have Charlene, because I'm going to name her Danielle. It's Lucille. It's Lucille, wasn't it? Sorry, Charlene was the rifle in, in Formal Jacket. Mm. Except when I named mine Danielle, it's Lucille. And then I was batting you with it, basically. <laughs> you rock up wearing double denim, mate. <laughs> Sorry. It's just it's just a rule. You'd be the new Popeye. Uh, it's like I doing what I wanted. You guys aren't behind my denim. double denim, are you? No, man. <laughs> I'm not going to smash his head in for it, though. <laughs> what if he refuses to change? <laughs> then I'll still love him as Mike. But maybe I'll stand ten metres away from him. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you do that when we go to the pub. <laughs> that, that's you standing, all do? That, that's standing ten weeks. Yeah, we all do it's an agreement we have. Don't tell him about it. Don't take it in the bag. <laughs> what was that? Ray, so yeah, his first day in prison, oh, yeah. really. The main theme of this movie. So he walks into the yard and approaches Big Raymond. Big Raymond, who's the biggest rapist in prison. Yes. So I'm surprised he's meant to rape one of the, the fresh fish. Guy. Well, we meet his well, we meet his, his stalemate first, don't yeah, we? Yeah. Shorts, who's a, an old guy, and presumably he's in there forever because he's pissing on warden strawberries. No, he killed his <laughs> wife, didn't he? Which and you know we, well and pissing on his water. You don't find shows. that out till a bit later. Though, yeah. Either way, he's, he's a seemingly nice old man, really, yeah. isn't he? You go and he takes him to the the, the the society of the yard. So you got Cleon, who's the head of the black gang. Uh, the Winito, who's the Mexican guy. You got the Nazis over there, and they've got some skinny dude a swastika tattoo on his chest. And there's the, really, the Scientologists. The really dangerous gang, the Scientologists. Yeah. <laughs> Think what, that's what it's really like. I believe so. I, I well, think, well, well, I we're taking so. it for movies. I mean, yeah. we don't know. From every movie that's ever seen, it with yeah, prison, but that's for movies. It's, it's not real. That's <laughs> what you see. But yeah. then I have watched prison documentaries, and you do see that segregation. I'm, I'm, to not, an I'm not. Yeah, there's, there's, there are gangs. Let's, let's not be, yeah, be yeah. naive. There are gangs. Whether that's like. There's always the Nazis, the black guys, and the, the Mexicans. I've watched Ross Kemp go in the prisons. It's all kicking off. Because they think I'm one of them. They think I'm one of the Nazis. Shit. So, yeah, so they're about to rape with Big Raymond. <laughs> yeah, Big chap, though. Um, you may recognise Big Bob Raymond. Bob Sapp. From the, from the Longest Yard, Bob Sapp. Is he dead now? No, no, he isn't. He, he's, he's made brief appearances in UFC... 
and other MMA fighting competitions. He's also in The Longest Yard as the sort of childlike guy. He's a bit like he's meant to be a spoof on the the chap from The Green Mile, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, that, that, he's the yeah, comedy version of, a spoof of him, isn't of that, he? Yeah. yeah. Big fucking chap, though, isn't he? Mm. Oh, God, Big yeah. Dude. He's about six, 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 seven, but weighs about 350 pounds of muscle. Now, you see, Claire, if you watch The Longest, Longest Yard, I've enjoyed that. I like The Longest Yard. Mm. Well, it was a, but this is a very comedy fight scene where, like, pretty much everybody has a go at him, doesn't it? Yeah, everyone has a go at him. It's, it's, and he beats them all up because he's now the, 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 basically the master. He's the cock of the yard now, he's isn't the, he? He's, he's, he's the cock of the yard. He really is the cock of the yard. And for anybody who doesn't understand that it's, expression, you know, he, he's the cock of the roost kind of thing. I'll give... I'll, Cock of the yard, cock of the roost, there's no difference. <laughs> oh, no, that if they don't understand the cock of the yard, then I'm going to say cock of the roost. A cockerel of the roost of hens, like he's in charge. That, that's what that would. That's what no. that really means. You see, well, he's, well, it's an okay fight scene too, actually. It's all right. I'll give it that. There's a few yeah. little broken you know, back fingers that make me laugh every time. It might, you know, that fight scene might be better than, you know, the Matrix... Three when Neo was fighting all those Smiths, mm. isn't it? Yeah. That fight scene might be better. Mm. <laughs> Just for the comedy value of it, yeah. really. Um, but while this yeah. is going on, where the fuck are the guards? The, 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 we find that the guards just don't really do anything, do they? Well, they're all standing by watching, thinking, what the fuck's going on? There's this little white guy, really unassuming looking guy, beating the crap out of all these big dudes. And the crazy Asian chef. Who appears from yeah. nowhere. <laughs> but they're all kind of stuck. You never see him again. No. Well, the one of them says, should we do something? And he goes, no, well, let's just see how this plays out. Like, <laughs> just yeah. carry on for a minute. Like, now, now he's Big Stan. Yeah, now he is. Cock of the yard. He, he yeah. runs the place. He's not an asshole, though. He's when the, when the young kid who was uh, raped by Rick mm. Raymond strolls up. He's like, nah, I didn't do it for you, I did it for me. You just pick on the beast guy, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Poor little hippie yeah, kid. Yeah. But he gets invited up to the warden's office who says, hey, it's no surprise you, you were transferred here. I want to sell this. I own this prison land. And it'll be a better development of real estate. And I know that's your speciality. So... I don't think he owns a prison. He, he's going to sell the land, though, isn't he? Yeah, and then he's going he's got private investors that oh, are yeah. going to buy it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so they're going to sell the prison and he gets a big fat paycheck out of it. He's like, you'll be here in a year if you agree to this. So he just starts helping him, doesn't he? Yeah. The behaviour's got to get worse, though, hasn't it? It can't get any better. But the problem is, he's never got more than in his hand because he's the hardest man in the prison. Mm. Yeah. He's decided he wants to ban raping. He does. And you say overnight he goes from beating everyone up <laughs> to go, right then. No rape, no nothing. My way or the highway. Well, we missed out the bit of the, sh- the obligatory shower scene, shower prison scene. Oh, yeah. The Nazi sort of tries to shank him and he, he beats him up using the, the soap and nunchucks he's made. Yeah. Then the black guys presumably rape him. No, they shank him in the ass. Oh, right. They may have raped him before, I don't know. But they definitely yeah. shanked him in the ass. How did you get that? What? That they shanked him in the ass. He, he did something to his asshole. Yeah. Did you see him after the nappy. Yeah, that could have just been from their right. big uh, no, black men splitting them they, up. They mention it, they mention Did it. They? Yeah. They, they, they I think it's the little that. guy, the little guy. Right, says, I never like, caught that bit. That he got cool. shanked in the ass. Right. right. But yeah, that little old guy is before the scene with the I, warden. It's a guy with the burbs, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you see him pissing on the warden's strawberries. 
Yeah. And then when the warden's having this chat with Big Stan saying, right, are we going to, you're a real estate specialist, blah, 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 blah. He starts eating these lovely strawberries, doesn't he? With a Vietnamese jab. Yeah, with a Vietnamese mafioso kind of guy. And, they, and they're, they're like, hmm, the strawberries are a bit, taste a bit funny kind of thing, like spitting them out. Picked them a bit early this year. <laughs> no, just a dude pissing on him. <laughs> pissing on him all the time. So yeah, the warden wants to sell the prison, but there needs to be a riot while the governors are there, so they can say, oh yeah, this place needs to be shut down and these guys transferred to high security units. Stan, but you've got a, you, you're the guy that runs this place, you need to alienate everybody and turn them against each other again, which he agrees to do. Because nobody doesn't care, so he abandons all his friends, the guy's a fucking asshole. And he's, he's got a chance to get out of prison only after five, six months. So yeah, but he thinks chuffed. that his missus is shagging the master, mm-hmm. isn't she? Yeah, so he, he's desperate to get out now, isn't he? Because he doesn't want the master shagging his wife. Well, yeah, so he blows his parole hearing. Yeah, yeah. Tells him he's joined a biker gang called Satan's Pedophiles. <laughs> 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 That'll do the trick. Everything about this film, they went to the nth degree, didn't yeah, they? They yeah. really did. Oh, you couldn't make it nowadays. I know. You really couldn't. You just couldn't. He decides that he has his, he has his redemption arc, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like, no. I can't have him. I can't have The master's shagging my wife. I'm going to stay in here and I'm going to do my you know, do right by the guys I've all turned into mates. They're going to yeah. get kicked. Well, basically... It's probably... It's probably the best prison in the US at this point because everyone's kind of getting re- everyone's getting rehabilitated through Afro what's it Afro Cuban Afro Cuban jazz <laughs> basically. They've even got an interracial book club going, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> and everything. But yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a Big yeah. Raymond's in a relationship <laughs> with a Nazi. Yeah. They stopped rape now. They were going to only rape. No, no, they were a- only going to rape the paedophiles. And That's the right. sex offenders, yeah. Yeah. the rapists, but then they said, nah. he was like, nah, we're no, no more raping. <laughs> yeah. Which no is a more. good thing. Well, yeah. If finally. We'll get into later, it's, it's you know. Finally. It doesn't happen in our prisons, does it? Mm. I bet it does. Yeah, I, don't think I wouldn't say it's like as, as. I don't. I think it's all exaggerated, to be fair. I don't know, you ever watched Scum? I have watched Scum, yeah. That was. Very true to life, from what I've gathered. I don't know. Is it? I, I, you know, I, I don't know anyone that's ever been to prison. Oh, I know a few people. So, I can't say. I know. A few but people. I bet none of them ever agreed, ever admitted to being raped in no. prison. I'll guarantee you that much. No, you would. No you one's know, admitted that. No. But to be fair, the big Stan, he, he establishes a kind of. Oh, what's the word I'm looking Harmony. for? Harmony amongst all the different gangs. Yeah. No, it's quite But then pleasant. he chucks it all out the window to get his own freedom. Yeah, taking the deal. So he starts turning everyone against each other. Sours everyone out. Then, of course, get the redemption arc. Of, I mean, yeah, the the governors come to the prison, don't they? That's yeah. right. They sneak all the weapons into the yard, so as the prisoners are let out, they can pick up weapons and that. Yeah, the guards are handing them out, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the guards are also being basically put on standby mm-hmm. to shoot to kill when it goes off, kind of thing. And yeah, it's a little extreme, isn't it? Just yeah. killing all the prisoners instead of just removing them to all the penitentiaries. Yeah, but this is this is all part of the plan to get yeah. the prisoners shut down, and then he gets this big fat paycheck, doesn't he? That's all he's worried about. Yeah, yeah. it looks like the, 
they're going to square off to each other. To, to last forever, that wall across the yard. Guy, the little old guy presses play on the tape deck and... Yeah. And they all start dancing instead. They all Afro-Cuban. They start... Afro-Cuban starts off like a dance battle at first, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the master's quite number one student is the mafia guy, isn't he? He's, he has a fight with Stan who easily kicks his ass. Yeah, he, they're in the office fighting. He didn't strengthen his titties. No, he, he didn't. He certainly didn't. He did not. And he paid the ultimate prize. Yeah, so the bat- he was the master's number one student. Mm-hmm. I bet he's not there, is he? No, he's not because now Mindy turns <laughs> up at the water and he says they haven't been fucking because apparently he's impotent, but not really. But they have been fucking. But he's also been training uh, in, in... That's what they've been doing for the last year. Mm-hmm. She's had a year's of the training. Stan's only had six months. He's probably impotent because he grinds maggots into his coffee. Yeah, it could be it. <laughs> and he chain smokes. Oh, oh yeah, it is that. Smoke. Yeah. But now we have a wonderful dance routine going on in the yard instead, mm. don't we? Reminds me of that. Oh, is it in China or somewhere where they, they they've done the thriller dance, haven't they? From you know. I doubt the Chinese are being able to do that. I mean, they're probably just all getting shot. <laughs> yeah, they put different dances on for mm. them, and they put them on YouTube and stuff. Hmm. Dancing prisoners. We'll yeah. Have to look that up after. Yeah. Maybe. So the power of Afro-Cuban music sort of unites them. Turns everyone into a dance routine, doesn't yeah. it? It's it's, it's beautiful. So yeah, it's all harmonious. Mm. All right. So yeah, so it's all harmonious again. He's not even like that. Yeah. The warden then starts shooting randomly into the crowd of dancing prisoners. Yeah. But doesn't hear anyone. Luckily. With an M14 rifle with a telescopic scope at a range of less than 100 metres, he does not hear anybody. He's real shit, isn't he? He just wildly shoots. He certainly is. See, that's what happens when your head gets chopped off and they sewn it back on. (laughs) Because obviously that's what happened to him. The Walking Dead was well after this. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is 2008. Alright. Very old now. 2010 Walking Dead. Could have been based in the future, though. They never told you a date. It could have been based in 2026. You never know. So, obviously, when he got sacked from this as a prison warden, he he, he He bought his own farm. He bought a farm, farm, didn't he? Yeah. 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 He changed his name to Herschel. Yeah. He was in prison at the end. He broke oh, out. He? he broke out then. He broke out. Who <laughs> was in his time? When the zombie apocalypse happened. He had 20 years, father of family. He's at least he's, he's 110 in the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we digress. <laughs> they let him out and they live happily ever after. Then maybe that happens. But now the prison's about to be in harmonious again and Big Stan's running the show still. Jumping he's got him all doing. And he's got him all doing martial arts. No, he's the master, isn't he? Big Stan's the master. Yeah. He's got more doing martial arts. Robbie the hippie mm-hmm. was a everyone thought was gonna be a rape toy. He's now he's like number two. Yeah. The Nazi's got a tattoo of him. Yeah, on his belly. Mm-hmm. Underneath the swastika. His belly button is his mouth. And um, the governor is now Big Raymond's girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> it turns out that you know, they get out and and they've got a child going. Oh, they had a conjugal visit, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss that part. baby. The master's been training their child. Yep. I was wondering why the, why the master was training their child. What's he training the child for? Just to be a badass. Oh. So he doesn't get raped. Presumably, <laughs> yeah. This whole film is about rape. So, yeah. Is it? Yeah. You've mentioned that before. 
<laughs> it is so. Rape, rape is mentioned at least once every five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I for one thought it was all right. I quite enjoyed it. It's yeah. the finger breaking and the sort of like you know as they go into the nth degree for me that just I might just remember the first time I watched it and sort of like what the fuck. Well, it's, it's when the master kicks him in the bum when he first starts training Stan, and and he's like he does it so quick that Stan's like he didn't kick me I didn't feel anything, and then the master lifts up his bare foot and sticks his toe under his nose. And he clearly <laughs> sniffs his own ass. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you were that quick? Fucking hell. Like, uh, was like, that was one of the bits that tickled me. I yeah. loved that bit. Can <laughs> you give me a rating? We'll start with Claire. Give me a rating for this movie. Because IMDb says 6.1. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, no. 7. 7. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a seven as well. Strong seven. I'm gonna go just short six point eight. I'm gonna five. Five. That's me being generous. It's the longest yard. Instead of being American football, it's just rape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have wrote the blurb for the film. You should have. <laughs> it's like the youngest, longest yard one about rape. <laughs> it is all rape. <laughs> Watch an absolutely shocking film and well, see, like, you know, like a three star one and see how shit it is. Well, we're quite yeah, close with Hell Comes to Frogdown and, and Android Carp, in all fairness. That was a while they, back. Before that, yeah, was yeah. Before, before you two guys. Android Carp, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> was that more of a waste of your life? No, this one had gunfights in it. <laughs> this, is yeah, just this, is Rob this is just Rob Snyder and Rape. Which are two things that I want combined in my head. <laughs> to be fair. Rob Schneider's the Orlando Bloom of comedy acting. You've convinced me by the end of this. Oh, Lord, he, he just rolled Adam Sanders' coattails, didn't he? You can do it. Mm. And then somehow he gets a fucking bit of a phone run out of it. This is his best movie. The rest is a 6.1 on IMDb. Mm. And the rest of them are less than 6.1. Even Judge Dredd. Oh, don't get me started on Judge Dredd. He ruined Judge Dredd. He ruined... He's the... He's the I am the... Oh. Look, that movie, I, I'll, the first Judge Dredd movie, is a good, solid like, action, early 90s action movie. Good film. But Apart did. from the fact mm. you've got Rob Schneider as a completely unnecessary comedy foil to Judge Joseph Dredd. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. Rob Snyder's terrible in it. If they did a cut with the, without a Rob Snyder cut, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that movie would be just fantastic. Rob, imagine the, no, uh, the Rob Snyder turning up to the, the Rob Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Snyder cut of the Justice League, but there's no Rob Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that done with every film, though, wouldn't he? <laughs> I would. I'd have Rob Snyder taking it out of every movie I could. What would happen if you took him out of that film? Then it would be a movie about rape. Still, it would still be a movie about rape. The amount of times they mentioned it, it was just... Well, I think it was taking the piss out of the, the American prison system, isn't it? Come on. That's it all, that yeah. is all it is. It's mm -hmm. just taking the mickey completely. Oh, 
because is allegedly... that, is that all you've got is that the is that the base of your comedy in this movie rape the, one of the most awful things a human can do to another human I think it's because it's one of the biggest fears that every person would have on going to prison is oh my god I'm going to get my butt raped and it's like that ongoing joke with every bloke in it you're yeah. going to go to prison oh you get, you get your ass raped drop the soap yeah so, they, so they've just gone all that I'm not afraid of that. scraping the barrel and no, you know no and... no trying to be as low as it can go that, that's the whole point of it it's schlock comedy isn't it it's yeah. trying to offend you and mm. yeah but it just got very repetitive it wasn't great but it was decent give it a five I thought it was alright I thought it was some good bits of, like some good martial arts in it I've seen some fight. martial arts films that are meant to be all about martial arts and they're worse than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that, Claire. Neo's fighting Matrix 3 is fucking awful. <laughs> us four, us four here could do a better martial arts fight than that fight in the Matrix 3. With no training. We'll just film it in slow-mo. Yeah. yeah. So should we talk about the American prison system? Apparently the American prison system is a bit corrupt. Apparently. Mm. Mainly privatised nowadays, isn't it? Pretty much. All, There's all still the state and federal prisons with guards are private. The worst thing is the highlighting of the movie. The fact that it was kind of like, it does highlight a lot of the corruption of yeah. prisons and the way rape is a... <laughs> Not rape. A big fear-mongering well, I think we've talked enough about rape. Yeah. American incarceration rates are some of the high, are the highest in the world. Per 100,000 Americans, 724 of them are currently in prison. Basically, the US has 25% of the prison population of the world. Yep, it has 5% of the world's population and a quarter of the world's prison population. There are only 7,000 justice system facilities. And mostly black men as well. That's, pretty, it is very That's a bit of a myth. That's a bit it's of not a myth. myth. It is a myth. It's not a myth, mate. Higher percentage of black people compared to white people are in prison. Well, you have to look at varying factors for that reason, yeah. don't you? You can't do a systematic reason. Well, oh, well it goes back to Nixon, that. doesn't Basically, it? it? Goes back to Nixon in the seventies with the the drugs the war on drugs. Yeah. Like, crawl but what? Away out of this one. <laughs> I don't want to even open my mouth. Well, you know, there's two factors to decide whether someone goes to prison. There's it's socioeconomic, so either they are from a poor background or little education, so therefore. As they have no chance people. of progressing in life, yeah. so they turn to crime to progress themselves in life, which is the basic. I think state. half of all prisoners are non-violent drug offenders as well. Do you know who freed a lot of non-violent drug offenders? Weed smokers in particular. Biden, Trump, mm. freed ten thousand. So it's ridiculous that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. That this is legal in some states and people are behind bars. Well, he, did, he did do some things correctly. Not many. Not many, but one. No, that that could be certainly one. I didn't one know about that. One, he that, didn't yeah. do that, yeah. And yeah, so you got you got seven thousand prisons and two point three million people. I'm fucking ridiculous, that yeah. is, isn't it? Oh, a specific reason for jail overpopulation is a large population of people who have not yet been convicted but do not have enough money to be released on bail. That's mental. That is before you even. They find you guilty, you can spend up to three years in jail. Yeah, so 540,000 people are being held in jail in 2018. That is a few years ago now, to be fair. But that is without conviction. Qu- half a million people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nearly a quarter of the people in jail 
yeah. good chance that they may probably not even need to be there. Yeah. They just haven't yeah. got the funds to get out, to get on bail. They might not be guilty. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? No overpopulation results in a great deal of issues within prisons, and prison overcrowding results in poor and sometimes dangerous prison conditions and understaffing and high officer turnover rates because no one wants to be a guard yep. and all you're doing is fighting people all day and, and sometimes getting your ass kicked and then having to go back out there and reassert dominance. It's a privatisation as well. Yeah, the guards aren't paid as well yeah. so they start giving less of a shit. And they start changing the laws. They bribe the lawmakers to make tougher laws to get more people in prison because they're going to make more money that way. Mm. They lobby the government Say, okay, it's five to ten years marijuana, make it ten to fifteen. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> they want less people in prison, wouldn't you? Yeah, but the whole system works because they want more. They make things. They make more money with more people. And they use them as slave labour, really. It's, they pay it's them like it's slave labor, 24 you know. cents a day, you know, to stitch up mailbags and make licence plates and mm-hmm. body armour. Yeah. For the US Army, most of the body armour used by the US Army in Iraq was made by prisoners. It's legalised slavery. So I'm guessing over there they haven't got any sort of legal aid type system where they can get a sort of, you know, if you've got money, you are, a free lawyer. You can get a free lawyer because everyone's entitled to representation, but if you can't afford it's an overworked bail, lawyer who's got another 50 people he's got to represent because they underfund them. And you know the person and and the state's got the best lawyers. Who's going to win? More times that are not, it's going to be the people with it's the better lawyers. Strike, isn't it? It's the guy who's got half well. an hour's time to yeah. prepare per case because yeah. he's got that many fucking yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people go to prison. And like you say, three strikes and you're out. Three strikes and you're out. Don't get caught. Number one rule of life, isn't it? Yeah, but one one don't guy. Don't get caught three times. One guy got life imprisonment for stealing cookies. It was a third offence. Don't steal the cookies then? Three lots of cookies. Maybe. <laughs> in that case, throw the, the cookie in, monster. Throw the book in the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. If you're, if you're on two strikes, don't steal the fucking cookies. But it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's self-explanatory. It is ridiculous, though. Where the the prison is not meant to be a nice place. No, but it? the crime, the punishment should suit the crime. But I mean, do we want to rehabilitate these people? Because they're going into prison and they're, they're becoming more of a criminal. Well, that's the thing. If you get enough people of criminal persuasion to sit them all in one place, then they tend to talk yeah. and they tend to pass on ideas. And before you know it, a prison is just a criminal think yeah. tank. Also, a place where not only is a criminal think tank, they're also getting shredded. Because all they're doing is exercising. And they make gangs as well. And they make gangs, and then you make connections when you get outside, and you, you never leave the, the life. This is one of the problems, is that, say, like, a normal guy like me or you goes to prison in America, from what I gather... From We'd, the we would, you know, we would get sent down for smoking weed tonight if we got caught. Yeah, yeah. they do with smoking weed here, Mike, so I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. If um, we were smoking weed. If we were. If we were smoking weed in America... You know, we get caught. We're going down, aren't we? Yeah, but... Well, if it's our third lot... Yeah, then we've got life. But, yeah, so my point is... <laughs> Unless we're in a state... Unless we're in a legal state, of course. If you're if you're going into prison, the normal kind of guy, like any of us, you have to go in and you've got to join a clique. Otherwise, you're... 
Again, we're probably basing that from the films. That no, we've seen. no, because I've watched. I was watching a documentary. You've watched Bigfoot about, videos. I was watching a documentary <laughs> about. I think it's Broad, uh, Broadmoor Prison. Broad, yeah, Broadmoor. And there's got to be cliques in prison, though, and the people yeah, form. I'd imagine. Yeah. And they they were saying, look, you get a lot of guys going to prison that are in prison for very little time. They're only in prison for a year or so, and they end up doing a lot longer because. When they come to prison, you have to kind of join a clique, otherwise you're a bit of a target. And you join a clique, and then they end up doing things for the clique. Which gets more time. More time, yeah. And things like that. So they, they, they become hardened criminals when initially they went in yeah. for robbing a fucking packet of biscuits well, and got six months, and they ended it, up being murderers. It's like the stu- <laughs> Do you remember the, the movie Ray Cake? Yeah, yeah. And Daniel Craig's in it. He's at the start as a little montage, and he's like, the guys who robbed a bank and got 10 grand been for 10 years. And then you've got these like, hippie guys coming in who've been locked up for six months for moving like three million quids worth of marijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not long before the criminals get involved, is it? Mm. Yeah, and we're talking about recidivism. The normal rates between most countries are about 20 and 30%. The US is at 76 <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, so only 25% of prisoners that are released stay released. Yep. Yeah. It's extremely difficult to obtain a sustainable job with a criminal record. Mm. You so can't vote either. So this results in prisoners going back to their illegal ways and ultimately getting arrested again. Well, yeah, that, but, and again, that goes back to the corrupt system because... Yep. That that makes it impossible for them to get a job. What what do you do if you can't get a job or you get, and the welfare state is next to none out there. Well, you so, end up doing cash in hand work, like working on construction sites or behind if bars. If you can, and if you yeah. can't, off the books, isn't it. You know, and that's the twenty five percent. And that then 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 that then leads you back into criminal ways because you're mixing with people who are doing criminal stuff. Yeah. But you'll find that 25% are the, the lucky few that do manage to get the guys that give them a chance or they are working genuinely, genuine jobs, but cashing and a bit yeah. behind, behind closed doors yeah. kind of thing. But it's, that's an awful stat, that, isn't it? Really, The next one ain't so good either. Yeah, the Bureau of Justice Statistics reports that more than half of all inmates suffer from mental health issues. Unfortunately, the majority of people who suffer from mental illness often end up arrested and sent to jail instead of a psychiatric hospital. In 44 states where prisons hold more mentally ill people than mental hospitals, in prison, individuals do not receive the proper medication and treatment needed. Prisoners with mental illnesses are typically arrested for non-violent crimes and receive minor sentences. However, due to their inability to follow behavioural rules, Many mentally ill inmates end up getting longer sentences. The number of inmates who suffer from mental illness is a pressing issue, but due to the lack of prison funding, it is difficult to provide the proper care. It costs $15 billion a year of tax money to house and provide care to inmates who have mental illnesses. Imprisoning individuals who have mental illness puts a burden on the individual prison system and federal and state budgets. So... So and the proper psychiatric care, you just throw them in prison yeah. and then you keep them there because they're clearly disturbed and violent. Mm. And they'll be on the drugs, the spice, the meth, whatever. Yeah. But if they go to hospital, they might get better. Mm. If they go in prison, they're just going to stay worse. Hospital, get worse. hospital costs more though, doesn't it? Ah, but does it? 
It's cost them fifteen billion dollars a year. Yeah, it's just fucking two point three million of the fuckers. No, not all of them with mental illnesses. All right, one point one five million of the fuckers. Well, it's basically it's like it's easier to lock them up than to treat yeah. them, isn't it? But because then think- the, the the people who own the prisons are making money. So the politicians who sit on the boards of those companies make money. Of course, and it's a self-fulfilling it? system, isn't it? You they think of the hospital system in America. You think how much it costs to stay in a night and have a fucking baby in America. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? You're talking 20, 30 grand, yeah? yeah? And that that's an average kind of price. Mm-hmm. I, correct us if I'm wrong, people in is. America, but I'm right, pretty yeah. sure that's around that figure. Mm-hmm. So imagine how much it would cost to put these people in psychiatric hospitals. You've yeah. got fucking a million odd people. But wouldn't you rather spend that little bit of extra money, yeah, make them better? Point. Yeah, of course we would. Rather than let them be put in prison. Then, we would. Yeah, and and then they come. fucking don't. Oh, of course. But you're talking not just a little bit more money, though. That's the point. If, you, if you're talking 30 grand to deliver a baby, you're talking three or four or five nights of stay in hospital, <laughs> etc. For those 1.1 million, it's costing $15 billion yes, a I year. Yeah, how much it would cost... If each one of those people was in a psychiatric hospital, I'd like hospital, to know the money. I don't think it'd be. You might not probably, be as much. You'd probably I think times it'd be it by more, ten. A lot more. Yeah, it because yeah, because their price on hospital shit is so fucking ridiculously expensive. Yeah. The prison guard right. cost you twenty odd grand. You know, maybe thirty at the higher end. But you know, mm. nurses, mental health nurses and all them doctors, doctors, yeah. hundreds. But it's going to save money in the long term because they're not going to go back to crime and not. You know what I mean? It's but they're not prepared to. The no. point is, they're not prepared to shell out. Of course when not. in reality, it wouldn't cost ludicrous amounts, but because of the way their system is know, as well, yeah. it does cost ludicrous amounts. Well, what you've got to look at, we're talking exclusively here at the American prison system. America was a country, it is a country founded upon violence, and they've always had violence throughout their short. You know, history, etc. Yeah. You, you start with their country was founded in revolution. Genocide. They have the, the right to bear arms. You end up with the Western expansion where they genocided the Indians. That goes on for like a hundred years. Then they're also fighting a civil war against themselves. They run out of people to kill. And then we have first, second world wars. Then we have the 20th, century, you know, the 20th centuries going on. More war. It's a violent country. The bunch of people like guns. Founded by a bunch of people who are also religious fanatics. Yeah. Right? These are facts. Yeah. And I'm sorry, American listeners. Like, they like to believe that the pilgrims left Britain because, because they were being persecuted. Yeah, but they were being persecuted because they were all religious lunatics. No, no, they weren't. They they moved so they could persecute people. Yeah, there we go. Because the laws in Britain stopped them doing it. Yeah. And they wanted to persecute people. So, you look at the entire American history, and also it's a cultural melting pot. And immigration also plays a factor in socio-economic and education and poverty levels. Mm-hmm. So you end up with a cultural melting pot where no one really mixes, apart from in Big Stan, obviously, where everyone gets on together. <laughs> things but are changing. Things are changing, but at the time when everyone rocks mm. up, you've got the Irish, you've got the Africans, you've got the, the Danish, you've got the more Irish, you've got some Italians, you've got some Sicilians. What's gangs in New York? What's gangs in New York, exactly. That's how it is. And eventually everyone learns to get on together, but you've always still got divisions and better neighbourhoods do better and socio-economic and education issues. Boom, one, minor, one, one majority is in prison a lot more. Well, there's only one answer, isn't there? 
Afro-Cuban music. Afro-Cuban music. Everybody way... ever dance and a hug? And some mariachi music, because yeah. mariachi music's great too. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what I wrote it down as. You can't <laughs> be violent and listen to that. You can't. No. You can't. You really can't. Yeah. Everyone's got a big hat on. You're all dancing around with some, some, little, some little dogs trotting about. It's a great time. We need Cuban Pete. Cuban Pete. I want a taco. No, Mike Cuban Pete does kill a lot of people. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does, yeah. But, uh, you know, either way, prisons, so. the prison system, it's not meant to be easy, is it? No. You, no. You've, done, you've been a bad boy. Rehabilitate. There's rehabilitation, but then you've got to look at cultural issues and the, and the social. You can't. And the fact that some people are just assholes. No, you, you can never write that out of us, can you? No. You've always yeah. got your one in but ten of us who are minor- fucking lunatics. That's a minority, isn't it? One in ten. To, one in ten of us is a is a could could potentially be a sociopath and stuff like that. It's one percent, isn't it? One percent. That's kind of one in ten. There's one hundred. Whatever. One in one. Either way, not everyone's ever going to play ball. No. Are they? No. But should you be locking someone for smoking weed up for for ten years? No. There needs to be some kind of balance, you know. really, doesn't there? Yeah. Or stealing a packet of biscuits yeah. and getting locked up. For oh, life. just don't do it three times. There's my answer to that. I have no sympathy for that case. You've, you've, been, you've been done twice. If you've got to be on your best behaviour. Don't steal. Because you get caught, you go to life. You go to prison for life. What are you starving? Do, do something else but Nick. Do what? I don't know. Go to the bins if you have to. <laughs> You'd probably get arrested for that, for stealing as well. Oh, goddamn well. Vagrancy. There's probably a law against that. I don't know. Or you can just agree to say it's a ridiculous fucking law. Oh, it's stupid, but at the same time, don't. Even a stupid law. If you know you've the rule, don't you? been to prison twice already, don't, don't do anything exactly. wrong. You will go back That's for it. life. Alright, what happens if you jaywalk by mistake? Well, then you've got to trust the justice system. Jump in front of a car. the justice system. You've got to trust in the legal system. Oh, that yeah, point, yeah. I'm really sorry. It was a genuine mistake. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't realise it. I was tired. I was... Tough shit. You're going down for life. Oh, shit. For jaywalking? Yeah. Life? Yeah. Can't be life. Third yeah. strike, mate. Third strike. Oh, God damn. Well, it looks like a... Can you give me six months so I can learn from a, yeah. from a master martial arts master? I don't know how to get raped. Once you're walking out from late at night and you're pissed... Yeah, yeah you, you knock into some walking. bins or something, and it breaks someone's window. You know, is that a crime? Yeah. Well, just drunk and disorderly. Yeah. In America, they'll have you. Nah, yeah. come on. You get shot, mate. You get shot for that. It would. It shoot. You're either getting it. shot or down for you going down for life. Well, you have oh, Christ drunk alive. and disorderly, mate. It's not that strict. It can't be. It is. is. Sure, they go. Oh, you know, it's just. There you go. They used to go. If, if, all right, they catch me and I'm pissed on the fence behind an edge. Right. Whoop whoop. Five hours here. Mm-hmm. Right. And they go, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm really sorry, so I just be, I got cut short. I'm on my way home. I'm just going home. That's all it is. You know." Give me a lift. Right, Sonny Jr. Give you a lift. <laughs> He's in one of their main back towns, yeah. isn't he? Not in New York. And I mean, you're lucky you're white. Da, da, I mean, da, da, if you were black, da, da, you wouldn't have a chance. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit racial, isn't it? You're it's coming true, with though, me, boy. You've got to be 
got it's a chunks. racist system. You're going to get in the back of my trunk, boy. He's always fine if you're level with... with with the, the police when they'll normally shoot you in the head. <laughs> no, this is American police. You're thinking of British like, police. They're completely different. Hey, yeah. that's a $100 fine. For British it. police oh, give me the ticket and I'll, I'll go and pay it. Up the wall. British police understand English and they can converse with you. American, meh, not so much. So you wouldn't want to try and argue Well, the American police don't speak English anymore. Meh, it's questionable sometimes. <laughs> And you want them to give me a lift home? What's not <laughs> happening? You're going down for life, mate. Remember, they're trained to shoot first, questions later. Yeah, you know about uh, asking for a lift home, mate. I got when I, I went to Dono for the day, got abandoned there. Got the bus into, oh, it's Leicester. I can't remember the name of the station now, Leicester, anyway. Leicester train station. And the straight train's banging through every, t- every 45 minutes. <laughs> I get in the pay box, call 111, the non-emergency thing, ask the police, say, any chance I can you put me up a cell for the night? <laughs> you did I'm, this? Yeah. I said, look, I'm, I'm stuck at the Leicester train station, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm at, I'm at the non-emergency line. I said, look, I'm stuck at Leicester train station. I'm in, I'm in a download, I'm in a band, and I'm stuck for the night. I'm going to sleep here till 6am. Your, your police station's only up, like, up the road. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, it sense. I can just keep it a cell for a few hours. What did they say? They said we don't open the police station at weekends and there's no one there to monitor it. <laughs> You're treating the police as a B&B. That's what I was thinking. It's like, do I get bacon butty in the I like my eggs over easy yeah. in the morning. <laughs> well, good old British coppers, they probably would have. They probably would have. you a cup yeah. of tea and some crumpets. <laughs> they probably would have, actually. They probably would. Well, they would have. They would have certainly. But that's not oh, Look, if I if they turn up to the nearest Siemens emission. I tell you, you know, what part of it was. <laughs> if they turn up at the police station, let's say I was sleeping on the bench at the station. Technically, that's vagrancy, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you were calling. So I made a call and police. It's been logged and recorded. I asked them to put me up to prevent me from committing a lot of crime and vagrancy. Should I get arrested? Yeah. Covers my own back. And now you're in America, you try and do the same thing. <laughs> you get shot in the head. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, on yeah. that note, I'm going to say that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay. Prison, prison systems could do with looking at, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. The whole justice system could probably do with looking at. Yeah. Yeah, the Norwegian model, I believe. Yeah, but then you're looking at a country that's very rich, very middle class and very white. Very, very little well, immigration. Okay, yeah, different, totally so different. It, it throws it, it throws it, excuse it. No, but the basics... Middle class people is who are from backgrounds don't tend to commit send, crime. No, the, the, the basics of that system is they want to send less people to prison as possible. It's only for the serious crimes. Most of it's community service, things like that. Mm-hmm. They've actually got that it's little punishment. They've got that little prisoners that they actually yeah. rent out their cells to other countries. Yeah, that's what. We're that's the system. That's the kind of what we want to Rehabilitation's easier because it's not really because they pay more for their services. There's probably more time. Yeah, you've got more time to do it. Haven't yeah, you? Yeah. Over good prisons, more people. They care more about their citizens, don't they? Instead of someone with mental health, bad mental health, chuck them in prison. Well, they do have a better healthcare system. Yeah. And instead of having five guards to a hundred prisoners, mm-hmm. there's five guards to twenty prisoners, yeah. so there is a bit more chance yeah. of interaction, rehabilitation, things like that. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, man. On that note, 
Yeah. All he's looking at. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour. Don't join a call. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Pear. Keep an open mind, but not to open those spells out your ears. And I've been Pete. Enjoy your week, guys. Take it easy and stay safe. <laughs>